Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop report says harvest is behind normal for this date. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. The high 18, the low plus 4, with risk of frost. Friday, increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of showers late tomorrow afternoon, wind southeast 20, and a high of 20 degrees, the low 10. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 21, the low 8. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 23, 60% chance of evening showers Sunday with a low of 12. Monday, cloudy, 70% chance of showers, the high 22, and the low 8. Tuesday, sunny, the high 18, the low 6. Wednesday, sunny, the high near 21. Normal high for this date, 22. The normal low is 7. The sun rose at 6.07 this morning. It sets at 7.51 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot, which is Uranium City in the far north at 18 degrees, one degree warmer than most of southern Saskatchewan. And the cold spot is Waska Sioux. And that's, of course, north of Prince Albert. It's 14. On the roundup, Estevan is 16, Saskatoon and Swift Current 17, Weyburn and Yorkton 16 degrees. Regina, cloudy and 16. That's 61 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest, 18 gusting to 30. Humidity 65%, barometer rising 102.1. Part the cloudy and Moose Jaw, 17 degrees. Winds are from the northwest at 24 gusting to 35. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 16, that's 61 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Saskatchewan farmers made some harvest progress this week despite cool, wet weather. Provincial crops analyst Corey Jacobs says 6% of the crop is in the bin, up from 2% last week. We definitely made a bit of progress in harvest last week. Uh, we had a few good days there where guys kind of went hard when the weather let them. We have 6% of the crop now combined, up from 2% last week, but we are uh, lagging behind that five-year average of 16%. So um, we're making a little bit of progress, but we are definitely behind. So farmers are looking for some warm, dry weather? Very much so, and for the rain to kind of stay away, let's get the crop in the bin, and then it can rain late fall there when, when we don't have any crop quality or yield risk. What are some of the main crops in already, and how does any yields? So the main crops that we've combined, we have 52% of the fall rye, 43% of the winter wheat, 27% of the field peas, 25% of the lentils, 4% of the barley, 3% of the durum, 
2% of the oats and 1% of the mustard and spring wheat combined. Hearing yields anywhere from average to a little above average to a little below average, kind of all over the map, just depending if you got some of those, some rains or if you were kind of missing the clouds. So it's all over the map. But once we get a little farther in the harvest, we're going to start getting a little more of that coming out in the wash. What area of Saskatchewan's least advanced? What area most advanced? So most advanced, we have 12% of the crop combined in the southern region, so in the southwest and southeast. And then if you work our way north, we have a little less of harvest progress. So west central region has 3% combined, east central region 2%, 1% combined in the northeast, and less than 1% combined in the northwest region. When do you see harvest general across the province? You know, it should be here in the coming weeks as crops mature. We're getting a bit closer, a bit closer every week. But yeah, some things are taking their time to turn and mature. That That's absolutely for sure. There was some rain this past week, was there? Yeah, you know, it was quite variable throughout the province. We had a lot of trace amounts and then some larger amounts kind of hitting in that southeast, east central part of the province. Up to 130 mils was reported in the Lipton area, which definitely isn't welcome, but you kind of got to take what you can get. What's the topsoil moisture rating right now? So they have improved with the uh, topsoil moisture has improved with the moisture that we received here. On cropland, we have 7% surplus, 78% adequate, 12% short, and 3% very short. And on pasture land, we have 2% surplus, 74% adequate, 21% short, and 3% very short. So we're doing not too bad for topsoil moisture, but now we need to focus on harvest and getting that done and in the bin. Overall, your crop production estimate, I think, was about average. Is it still there? It's still sitting there. Let's let and see how that comes out in the wash in the next few weeks, but let's sit for a solid average and hope for a solid surprise. And what were the main causes of crop loss this past week? There weren't a lot. Again, we kind of we heard some reports of hail and strong winds. That would be the majority that we were hearing. The winds just causing some crops to lodge and maybe blowing around some swaths that were already laying in, in the fields. How are pastures and hay supplies? You know, pastures, so across the province, they're rated as 2% excellent, 41% good, 39% fair, 14% poor, and 4% very poor. So pastures have, this rain is good for them. That's one kind of silver lining, but you know, it, it is also, you know, it, it's a hampering for harvest progress in the crops. Hay supplies definitely below average yield. Producers have been using some crops to, as green feed to feed their livestock and a fair bit of crop that is combined, we, see, we are seeing producers bailing that straw. So there's definitely still that shortage and that concern there for producers, I would say. So, Corey, we've caught you out in a field near Moss Bank. What's going on? Yeah, we're actually just west of Mitchelton, if anyone's local. Um, we're just actually on the back end of a flax disease survey where we're looking for main diseases in flax, mainly PASMO, which causes really stem striping or banding. And we're really not seeing a lot of that in this particular field, which is good. Definitely seeing a fair number of grasshoppers and, and crickets out here, actually, but and some feeding from the grasshoppers. But overall, you know, the crops don't look too bad. They could just use that extra heat to get the crops to that other, other side of the crop maturity stage and get it in the bin. Corey Jacob compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. StatCan's latest crop report is down 2.9% in production from last year for wheat at 31.3 million tonnes. Spring wheat production is actually up with the decline to be felt in Durham and winter wheat. Canola production estimate is down 9.3% to 18.5 million tonnes. 
Adam Pacallo with PI Financial in Regina says the canola estimate is considered friendly for prices, but StatsCan has a history of underestimating production. That was below estimates of about 18.9. So I can see actually that being higher come for the December report. And that's what producers maybe want to just keep in mind is kind of what StatsCan has reported in the past. Now for, for wheat, all wheat production came in at about 31.25 million tons versus the average estimate of 32.4 um, compared to last year of about 32.2. So um, when it comes to the wheat side, it's still in a downward trend when you're looking at the charts on Minneapolis. And right now, the only thing that may be able to support it is a little bit of reversal action on corn and soybeans. But overall, when it comes to looking at the trends, it is still lower for wheat. Stats Can says the estimated production of oats and barley is up 15% this year, mainly due to larger acreage in western Canada. Predicting the almost unpredictable weather in southern Saskatchewan is about to get a little easier for forecasters. A new state-of-the-art radar at Bethune will be fully operational in about a month. Much like the new radar near Radisson, this one has two main features. Meteorologist Terry Lang says the first feature sees the Doppler capabilities essentially doubled. She says that will go a long way when it comes to forecasting a potential tornado. And Doppler capabilities allow the forecasters to see how the wind is changing through the atmosphere. The number one thing that, that it's most important for is for detection of uh, tornadoes. We saw a lot of that this summer, that a lot of the tornado warnings were issued based on the fact that the forecasters could see uh, the clouds rotating. So that's a really important feature. The second feature is called dual polarization. And that's just a fancy name um, for the radar's ability to see in both the horizontal and the vertical. And what that does is it allows the forecasters to better define what is falling in terms of precipitation. Is it a hailstone? Is it a snowflake? Is it a large raindrop? That type of thing. The new radar is expected to be fully functional by the end of September. SAS Power is reminding farmers and rural residents to watch for power lines and power poles when moving tractors and other farm machinery in the fields this harvest season. Spokesperson Joel Cherry says the Crown Corporation wants farmers to look up and live this harvest season. We try to make sure that farmers are keeping safety top of mind when they're heading out to the fields for harvest. We have had about 240 uh, instances this year so far where farm machinery has come into contact with our electrical infrastructure and that's too high. It's a little bit up from last year. Overall, the, the numbers have been fairly stable, but any one incident is too many and they're all preventable. And what happens when equipment comes into contact with a uh, power line? So a number of things can happen. It can cause damage to your equipment. It certainly damages our equipment. It can cause outages. In more severe circumstances, it can cause injuries and even death. On a year-over-year -year basis, how often does this occur? Well, at this time last year, we issued our news release on the same date, August 28th, and there have been 230 reported incidents, and this year we've had 240. Luckily, this year we haven't had any fatalities. We have, though, had, for example, this spring we had one incident where uh, a piece of, of machinery came in contact with our transmission line, and it caused an eight-hour outage for the Orkton area that left 12,000 people without power. So these occurrences do definitely have consequences. How can farmers prevent this? Well, it starts before you even go out into the field. On the one hand, if you're really familiar with your field, you should make sure 
that you're not uh, taking things for granted and that you make sure you know where everything is and that you're paying attention. If you're working in an area that's new to you, make sure you know where all the power infrastructure is located so you can avoid it. Try to stay alert and prevent fatigue by making sure you're getting lots of rest and taking breaks throughout the day. If you're moving equipment, make sure you're lowering it to the lowest possible level. One reason that these line contacts do occur is that farm equipment's getting larger and larger and it's, it's easier just because of the size of the equipment to come into contact with power lines. And also use a spotter. You can't always see everything when you're inside the cab and a spotter might be helpful as well to make sure you're, you're not coming into contact with overhead power lines. And how is Sask Power getting involved? As I understand, uh, there's representatives uh, visiting a variety of uh, places uh, to spread the message this summer. Right. Uh, we have safety ambassadors that are sharing our safety messages in a whole variety of venues. Uh, they're going to farm auctions, farmers markets. They're visiting local businesses, especially businesses that sell agricultural machinery, as well as other major agricultural events. We have people out at uh, Agribition, for example, every year. And our safety ambassadors are going to visit more than 150 communities and 260 businesses over the course of the year. And my last question for you, Joel, if you do hit a power line, uh, what do you do? When you uh, come into contact with the power line, the first thing you should do is stay in the cab and either call SAS Power at 306-310-2220 or call 911. If the vehicle's caught fire, if you see smoke, you must exit. So in that circumstance, you should make sure there are no wires in the way. Uh, you should cross your arms and put your feet together so you're as kind of solid of an object as possible. And then jump as far away as you can from the vehicle and hop, keeping your feet together at least 10 meters or 33 feet away and making sure you're not touching anything in the process. And that's Joel Cherry with SAS Power. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 210 at $406.86. Oats gained 8 cents at 161.89. Number one red spring wheat went down $1.25 at 196.05. The rest were unchanged. Durham 239.51. Feed barley 172.63. Flax 464.93. Yellow peas $218.54. Feed wheat 127.78. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is down two cents at 503 and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for August 28th regular sale. Your cow market is steady here in Assiniboia. Your bulls are down a bit. But it's this time of year. D1 and D2 cows sold from 85 cents to 95. D3 cows sold from 75 cents to 85. And your good slaughter bulls from $1.02 to $1.22 a pound. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday. Selling in a range of 149 to 173 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,900 head. Selling in a range of 148 to 172 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is lower and four contract prices are trading higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is down 19 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3301. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.21 cents US. In the absence of any positive demand story, cash markets appear to be destined for the seasonal trend lower. 
Prices, however, are nowhere near the lowest seen last year at this time. Recall that the cash market collapsed in August 2018, with the same week a year ago showing the lowest cash values for all of 2018. Current cash levels are higher in all regions compared to 2016, 2018 and the four-year average excluding 2014. Physical increases in export activity will be needed to push levels higher, and while there is much hope on the September meeting between China and USA in Washington, D.C., a firm date or commitment to meet has not been determined. This morning's USDA export sales report showed global net sales near the recent trend. China committed to a modest 1,900 metric ton in new sales and took a disappointing 6,500 metric tons of physical deliveries from previous commitments. The outlook today, partly cloudy, gusty winds from the northwest up to 50K, the high 18, the low plus 4 with risk of frost. Tomorrow, some clouds, 30% chance of showers, wind southeast 20, the high 20, the low 10. In Regina, cloudy and 16, that's 61 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.